is Lala Kent. Welcome back to my podcast. My podcast. Give them Lala podcast. Um, I'm hyped. I love this new way of doing things with this podcast in the sense that like you guys can write in and ask all of your questions about last week's episode. We can break it down and give you a little bit of foreplay before we just break that back with tonight's <laughs> new episode. <laughs> I'm thrilled about it. Jess. Lala. Did we get questions? We got questions. We got um question about the episode. And just as a reminder to the friends listening to this, um, questions about the episode. So this podcast episode will come out on Wednesday. So we need questions about the episode that airs tonight. So like, for instance, I'll be reading episode two questions. I got a couple episode one questions. But we can talk about that too. Okay, we can talk about that too. But ideally it would be so then you guys will submit to the podcast. Make sure one of the first words is something like VPR episode three questions. So you'll ask questions if you can about episode three. But by the way, y'all make the rules. If you want to go back to episode one, like let's do the damn thing. True that. True that. You do make the rules. So we got some questions. Um, I am curious. Do you want to talk about your Watch What Happens Live experience first? Let's talk about Watch What Happens Live. So how was it? Because I watched it and number one, I was like jaw on the floor with that dress. Done. Best favorite look. Really? Absolutely. Beyond your hair, your dress, the shoes, done. Can I tell you, I Andy walked in to say what's up to, to Katie and myself, and I literally said to him, we all, every Bravo celebrity treats Watch What Happens Live like we're at the Oscars, yeah. okay? <laughs> I said, next time, Andy, I'm telling you what, I'm coming full Lala. Like, I'm wearing a snapback hat. I'm wearing a, a track suit. Oh, I love that. <laughs> like, oh. Because every time Watch What Happens Live appears on my, my like, invite list and mm-hmm. emails, I get so nervous and I feel so vulnerable doing it. I leave Watch What Happens Live feeling so exposed. Yeah. And I don't know what it is. I think it's because maybe it's live. I don't know. But it just feels like I just... I'm naked in the street <laughs> when I leave. Like, it just, everything runs through my head. Did I look okay? But what did I say? Because again, there's no like editing out. Yeah. Okay. Which, yeah. So it becomes intense. But I got this dress, which by the way, it's from Jessica. I think you say it Bara. Jessica B A R A. I saw it. I was like, you know what? This episode that airs tonight when we're doing Watch Robbins Live is very, I feel, ocean kent driven and so i wanted a tribute dress and i didn't say that obviously on watch what happens live but i feel like people picked up on it which made me really happy um lena who did my hair who's absolutely fantastic made me look like a freshly fucked mermaid that's all i wanted okay i wanted my cute dress that was like this is ocean kent baby we're representing but still lala with the hair (laughs) It was, the hair was incredible. It was like so, so good. And I got, I saw a lot of comments saying people thought it was Katie's best look too. She looked, looked yeah. amazing. And we always ask each other like, what are you wearing? Because I don't want to show up in bondage mm-hmm. if you're wearing a cute little pink dress and you're very feminine and girly. Like we got a somewhat vibe with each other. A lot of people labeled us Romy and Michelle, which was the biggest compliment ever. I was like, oh my God, we created the post-it. <laughs> <laughs> I saw another one too that I sent you. It was like, I'm telling my kids this is, shit, now I have to look. Um, Thelma and Louise. Thelma and Louise. 
which is so funny. I loved all of it. But um, the game, the uh, La La Vent. Yes. The La La Vent game. How'd you feel about that? I loved it. You did? Okay. You asking me to go off on somebody? Hell yeah. Yeah. I... My biggest thing, okay, and I, I want to make this, like, known as the season goes on. Like, let me be very, very clear. Because, again, I have no say over the final cut of what Vanderpump Rules looks like. I go in. I do my job. We're filming every day. But what, what ends up on your TV, I have no idea. The true villain in all of this is Tom Schwartz, okay? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. I've said this from the jump. You being a little basset hound ain't cute no more. You pretending like you talking with your hands in your mouth. I'm nervous. No, fuck you, dog. Fuck you. All right? You want to sit around here and pretend like you're sweet and innocent? Yes, Raquel participated in something later on that you'll see that obviously was leaked in the press like while we were still filming. Y'all know what ends up happening. I was not cool with it at all. I'm still not cool with it. But at the end of the day... Two people did this, and I feel safe around women right now. I can't say I'm a huge fan of the man, (laughs) okay? Not a huge fan. So I need to, like, let it be known on something that I have control over. I do not co-sign on Tom Schwartz, all right? That was my best friend's husband, and he still didn't take her feelings into account. The one thing she asked it's gross. Mm-hmm. So let's make it very clear. Like, I think Raquel's going to have a tough season, but I'm done with like these men doing these dirty things. And we all, even as chicks, go directly to the woman. Whore. Fuck no. Mm-hmm. Like Raquel, yes, you'll see that throughout the episode how that plays out. But let's, we're, I'm done with females taking the brunt of these stupid men's lies, deceit, poor choices. I'm so over it. Yeah. Speaking of Tom, two things you said that I saw got some reactions was number one, you saying we got to get Ariana out of the current relationship she's in. I know. I hope that I'm sure she was offended by that. I know she was. But here's the thing. You got a face like that and an ass like that. Girl, you should shoot for the stars. (laughs) You catch me looking like Ariana. Consider them all banged. <laughs> all right? And her personality. She's just a chill, cool chick, which I found out when she came on tour with you for that one show. She's so she's so fun. She's so down for a good time. And I just want to see my friends in relationships where the dude is like, I have everything and more mm-hmm. in this relationship. That's just what I want. So if she's happy in her relationship great but I've never been a huge fan of Tom Sandoval like I I look at him and it's like okay we're one big dysfunctional family but let's say we're on an island and you know people got to go like he the first one being eaten by me (laughs) (laughs) and that was I was gonna say number two was you saying to the camera which I was like oh shit Tom Sandoval I'm coming for you it's very clear that you the you the first time you heard Tom Sandoval say something say what he did on I think it was episode one about ocean and all that that was the first time it's not like he had said that to you before it's very clear no absolutely not okay 
for someone to say she should have known better than to get knocked up, bitch, I ain't Katherine Heigl, motherfucker. This ain't Katherine Heigl. <laughs> I didn't go to a bar wasted and say, come on home with me. I was engaged to a man who I was going to spend the rest of my life with. Ocean was conceived out of love, out of a thought out plan. It was a conversation. So for you to say that she was the, the aftermath of me getting knocked up, you better bite your tongue because I'm coming for you. And yeah. I am. Did you, out of curiosity, did you get a text from him or anything? No, but I mean, okay. my whole world fell apart and I didn't get a text from him. So, I mean, he just lives so far up his own ass. Which we'll see more of on this season. I, I keep seeing a ton of comments that are like, holy shit, drop the whole Vanderpump season 10 already. Like, I'm dying. I can't wait. So that's how I feel. I'm very excited. No, you mentioned my child. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. This yeah. is not going to go well for you. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, that makes sense. Can you so tell I'm not a huge fan of the man? I don't even need to say it. <laughs> I don't even need to state it because in my tangent, you'll just go, oh, she really <laughs> is not feeling it. <laughs> it makes sense. <laughs> Let me tell you. Okay. So first question from at Bravo for the rest of us. At the Daily Mail party for Schwartz and Sandys, why did we not see Stassi, Jax, or Kristen there? Are they not allowed when cameras are around, or are they not invited? Lots of love to you both, and baby O. Also, what are you doing for her second birthday? They're always invited, and obviously we always want them to come, but it, I just don't think they want to, you know? I, and I don't blame them. I really don't. I don't think I would want to be involved in it either. Yeah. But they're always missed. What are you doing for Ocean's second birthday? Ocean's second birthday. Um, we are going to Ball and Bounce. I've rented out Ball and Bounce with all of her friends. Um, and as you guys know, if you follow me on social media, she is obsessed with Monsters, Inc. So it'll be Monsters, Inc. themed. So cute. Yeah. Our boo is turning too. Ah, she's so <laughs> cute. I love her. Okay. Um, this is from Michelle Damp House. I think that's how you say it. Lala, what is wrong with Shania Twain? <laughs> okay. Can I tell you, I hate that they've kept that in because I love Shania Twain so much. Like I went to her concert in Vegas. I stood up the whole time. But when you put me in an environment like that, and remember, I'm sober. Music is all I have. <laughs> So all I want to hear, honestly, is In the Club by 50 Cent on repeat. Like, I'm that crazy girl that's at the DJ booth. Please pay, please pay 50 Cent in the club, please. It revives my soul. And once, once we squashed our beef and I could listen to it again, I was like, oh, my God, I'm living. I'm living. So nothing is I love Shania Twain. Like, any man of mine better be proud of me. <laughs> Like, I go hard. It was just the environment that I was like, please no. Like, give me something I want to hear. While y'all get wasted, like, just give me that. <laughs> I got to say, I love Shania Twain. And that made me laugh. We were, I was watching the episode with Kyle. And Kyle's not a laugh out loud at anything type of person. And when you said that, he laughed. He was like, ah, yes. <laughs> no, and it doesn't get hotter than Shania Twain either. Oh, my God. No, I'm a fan. So that did not, I didn't mean for that to come, come off as mean. I knew I'd get comments about that. <laughs> okay. So I have two game changers to share with you when it comes to upping your glam game. I am totally obsessed with Impress No Glue Mannies and Impress Press On False Eyelashes because I'm very into just easy 
right now. And anyone can do it. You are going to love them just as much as I do. Both require zero glue. So there is no damage to your natural nails and lashes. There's also no annoying dry time. And the best part, zero mess. One step and you're done. The lash style options are endless and there are so many on-trend nails to choose from. Impress, no glue manis, and press-on falsies are the easiest and fastest way to upgrade your look in just minutes. The press-on falsies have a unique under-lash application for a totally seamless look and are made with an exclusive self-stick technology that keeps them secure for up to 24 hours. The Impress Manis have a patented super hold adhesive for up to seven days secure hold. And that's perfect for all of you busy mamas out there who don't have a lot of time to spend on glam but want to look your best. I completely get it. Impress No Glue Manis and Impress No Glue Press on Falsies are absolutely a beauty must. You need to try them right now. So get yours today at impressbeauty.com slash lala. And use code LALA at checkout for 25% off Impress Manicure and Press-On Falsies. That's impressbeauty.com slash LALA and use code LALA at checkout for 25% off. Here's what I love about doing a podcast. It doesn't really require any glam, like at all. I can podcast in comfort and for me, that means wearing my new favorite, super soft Quince Cashmere Tee. Thanks to Quince, I've got a lineup of timeless, comfortable pieces that keep me looking so chic summer after summer. Quince has premium European linen dresses, blouses, and shorts starting at $30. You can find silk tops, 14-karat jewelry, and so much more. And this is my favorite part. All Quince items are 50 to 80% less than many similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts the cost of the middleman and passes all of those savings on to us. And don't get me started on their towels. I have the Quince waffle towels at the Palm Springs house. I have them in white and they are so soft. So get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash Lala for free shipping on your order and 365 day returns. That's Q-U-I-N-C-E dot com slash Lala to get free shipping and 365 day returns. Quince.com slash Lala. Next question. This is from Mads. This is a general question for all seasons, but how long after filming, oh, I love this question, do you do the confessional slash interviews? Do they replay the tape for you? It seems like it'd be difficult to constantly have to take your mind back to those moments to speak authentically on them. We start interviewing mid-season usually. So we're still um, filming the season when we start, but we are filming interviews I mean, still right now, it goes pretty much up until they end once the reunion is over. And it is hard. They don't play anything back. It's basically us in a chair, a producer in front of us with cameras and lighting. And they will ask us the question. And there are times where I'm like, can you please remind me like how I was feeling at that moment? Because if you can remind me like you were upset about this, it can take me right back. And I don't know how my other cast members feel about interviews, but like the confessionals, for me, it feels like therapy. Like I get to sit there and like really break down how I was feeling in that moment. And I try like there's a lot of interviews that I watch because I know the drill, let's say on Housewives, where like they're kumbayaing in the scene. But then the confessional is very different. I'm like, oh, they ain't getting along anymore. (laughs) They're not getting along anymore. (laughs) But for me... I like to stay true to the season. So even if I'm not connecting with someone anymore, 
I threw a little shade at Raquel. <laughs> I won't even lie. I was very hurt by what she said to me, <laughs> which you guys will see because I eat. I stay eaten. But yeah, I try to stay authentic and true to the actual moment in scene, even though it's a few months later. Yeah, I get that. The rest of the questions truly are all some form of this. So I'm just going to read it. Is Lala upset that Lisa Vanderpump asked her the hard-hitting questions about you-know-who? There's a lot of talk today about it, and I personally see it as a positive because Lala was able to explain the lengths that he went in order for her to believe he was single. So I get that that questioning of it. There were questions that were like also said basically – I can't believe that Lisa was acting that way. So there's a lot of back and forth. But the overall is, what are your thoughts on the conversation with Lisa Vanderpump and how she came about it? Okay, let's talk about the personal of me in it. I was not happy. You know, it's like, why am I being questioned? Why don't you go question this motherfucker over here? He's the one that did it. You know, I don't want to sit here and say that my hands are clean. I should have been smarter. I should have asked the tough questions. I was a 25-year-old drunk. And for people to say like, well, you were 25, you weren't 18. We're all evolving differently all the time. I moved out of my family home at the age of 23. I have been babied my whole life. I'm from Salt Lake City, Utah. I don't know this life. It was strange to me. I was naive. I was stupid. I believe what people tell me. Obviously, where I'm at now, I don't believe anything anybody ever says. It's all a red flag, okay? It just is. So yes, I will take accountability in the fact that I should have been more awake and present and ask the tough questions. But guess what? I didn't. I didn't. So you can tell me what I should have done all day long. And if you think that I haven't spiraled over this going, how in the fuck did you get here? I do it all the time. I don't need anybody else to ask me the tough questions. I ask them to myself and obsess over them. But it ain't getting me anywhere. So I was extremely offended by her drilling me because I don't know how else to break it down for you. This is what happened. If it doesn't make sense to you, I really don't care. This is my life. This is my real life. I'm sitting in the shit while y'all are observing. How did you get in that shit? I'm wondering the same thing and I'm the one in it. So back the fuck off because I know how everyone else, I know how these little fucking bloggers and these Instagram trolls, I know how they think of me. I know what they think of me. I just don't think that the people in my inner circle should be thinking about me that way. So I don't want you around me. If that's how you look at me, then you don't know me at all. Use a fan, use a troll. Not saying that Lisa is because going into the reality part, Lisa was asking the questions that everyone else wanted to know too. So I understood. And I knew she was going to ask me those things. I knew she was going to drill me. But that's why it's important for me to separate real life from real life because I knew that she was going to ask those questions. Someone had to. But on the flip side, this is my real life. And at the end of it, I need to know that you're understanding what I'm saying. And by the way, anybody who participated in helping him with his lies, they will be held accountable. That therapist, let me tell you something. I called her on the phone. Yeah. When I found this out, oh, I called her right away. I said, hello, Morgan. 
It's Lala Kent. I broke it down for her, what I've been told. She said to me, but Lala, we had so many great sessions after that that I just don't see how this is a problem for you. I said, it's not a problem for me. It is a huge problem for you. In other words, I'm telling. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about it. Because what you did, I told her, what you did is so unethical. You want to know how she responded to that? Hmm. Well, just so you know, your ex owes me so much money. You want to know what I responded with? I laughed and said, get in line, bitch. And I hung up the phone. I may yep. not have called her a bitch, but I'm saying it now. <laughs> get in line, bitch. Well, well, on this topic, because we did get a couple questions about people who were a little, I'm on one right now. Basically, I got a lot, of, I got a little lost in the conversation about sh- how she found out about the therapi- therapist and what happened. Can you explain it a little more? So basically, there was a therapist who was your couple's therapist. Okay, I- so my ex told me because after we had gotten engaged, I still had a scarlet letter on me, right? I was looked at as a home wrecking whore, period. I couldn't do anything to change anyone's mind. Whatever this man told me is what I believed, okay? But I harbored it. I had a lot of resentment for him, and I would constantly say to him, if these things aren't true, then why are you not saying anything? Why is Amber not saying anything? I don't, it just isn't adding up. And he said, Lala, I have a therapist who I've been going to for a very long time, and I've confided in her about everything in my life. You and I are going to go meet with her and she is going to basically co-sign on everything that I've told you because I've told it to her. So we fly to Arizona. We do a two-day retreat with this woman, four-hour sessions each day. And she says to me, which I said in the episode, I tell her, I am being labeled these things and this is what he's told me. And she goes, Lala, he has told me the exact same thing. His ex was a codependent. He had told her numerous times the marriage was over. He had moved out of the house. She didn't want to accept it. And that is not your fault. So I left that retreat letting everything go. He was completely honest with me. This woman just told me everything. I let it go. The resentment was gone. We were starting fresh. I didn't care what anyone said. Cut to November. I'm out of the house. I've moved into my new place. Amber and I have started a relationship and I just wanted to ask her about this therapist. And when I mentioned her name, she said, do you remember when your ex went to that two week retreat? And I said, yeah, he went by himself to work on himself. And she goes, no, I was there. We went there to work on our marriage. And that woman was our couple's therapist. And she said, I ended up leaving early Because he would leave the hotel on the phone and I knew he was talking to you. And that is the story that I, there's the more in-depth story of what I told Lisa on the episode and the aftermath of me calling this woman saying, you got a problem, girl. That is so, 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 so fucking sad. Keep in mind, Chris Medina also let me know that my ex told him he would give him $10,000 to get me on a session and say that I needed to make the relationship work and keep my family together. Because I obviously took Chris Medina's word as gold and I just felt like 
everything he said that was going to happen had happened. And after all of this, my ex tried to get Chris Medina. Mm -hmm. And I sobbed to Chris Medina because I said, so many people took this man's money and did what he asked of them. And you didn't. And I'm really, really grateful for that. Wow, I didn't know the $10,000. Oh, believe me, I remember the day my phone blowing up. Chris Medina's number now, now, now. I need it now, ASAP. Give me it, give me it now. But did not know that part about the money. Wild. But I was going to say how heartbreaking that someone who's a professional that you're supposed to, you know, you put your trust in and that trust is broken. That's well, by the way, there have also been women that have come to me with these stories that have also taken his money and ghosted me. Yeah. And they think that the waters are calm. It's been a year and a half. There will be a day. I'm coming back. You will be talked about. I'm not shutting up. And you know what? There are people I see in like these little trolls that are on other people's pages that people post about me and they'll say like, she needs to get over it, get mature, stop talking about it. I guarantee if you are one of his victims, you would be thanking me for not shutting the fuck up. Yep. Yeah. So I'm not being quiet because I have a daughter and the victims who have come to me, I can't unsee or unhear what I've seen and heard. So no, you think this is over and you know who you are, who came to me with all this shit, who've, who've spoken to my lawyer and then all of a sudden, oh, you know nothing? Maybe you should have thought about that before you sent me screenshots and everything else. This ain't over. You're going to be out there. Yeah, that's another heartbreaking thing is how quick people will go from right to wrong with like a tiny dollar sign in front mm -hmm. of their – it's really sad mm -hmm. and heartbreaking. And there, there is nothing that anyone can offer me, get me to sign, payment, bags. I don't give a fuck what you come to me with. I'm not signing anything. I'm not taking anything. My voice is all I have left. My voice is all Ocean has left. So get away from me. If you think any other way, our voice is all we have. Think about these people who have brought the most powerful men on the planet to justice. I'm sorry, I'm not, I'm not going to be quiet. And you shouldn't. And thank God for people like you and women like you. Well, by the way, the, the women who go out and they, they're so terrified and they still go and, and try to, I don't want to say right someone's wrongs, but they, they just won't be quiet even though like they could be crucified for what they're saying. They could never work again. Like those women are my heroes. Yep. And we've seen it. And that's what's so fucking heartbreaking is we've seen it. We've seen it play out in front of our eyes where very well-known women come out and say, hey, I'm exposing this man. And we're like, oh, thank you so much. Oh, good job, Even Hollywood. You. Even and Hollywood applauds them. Yes, and then, and then she never work again. She never fucking works again. Well, guess what? You and uh, I are going to work on moving behind the camera, creating epic content, yes. and I'm hiring all these women. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm hiring all, any men who have been affected mm -hmm. in, in this whole game that Hollywood tries to play. Yeah. I'm so done with it. I'm, I mean, it's... It's wild and you, we want to say, you know, people on the outside, oh my God, look, it's getting better. And it, 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 to some extent it is and that's great and people are being held accountable, but there's so much work left. There is so much work left to be done. Ugh. 
Yeah. But all of that to say, I'm actually really glad that you brought up the point about from the reality TV standpoint with Lisa and that conversation, because I came into this and I was like, I ha- when I was watching that conversation, because I didn't hear about it. And sometimes Lala will come back to the house or the office and I'll hear about sort of what happened that day that was caught on camera. But I didn't hear about this conversation from her. And literally, audibly, I said, the fuck when it started. And I was so like frustrated because I felt and I've got all the respect in the world for Lisa Vanderpump as I know you do yes but in this moment I was like I felt a lot of blaming coming from her and it toward you and it was it made me sick to my stomach and I was like oh my god I was so thankful you stood up for yourself in that moment but I was very taken aback and extremely disappointed in her in that moment but I'm glad you 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 see when she says take a breath No, I'm not going to take a breath. You just drilled me with questions that I'm trying to answer. And you want me to take a breath? Oh, no, we're off to the races. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But I'm glad. You're right. I'm glad you brought. Yeah. Point your questions at him. Why Mm -hmm. do you do this? Why do you think the way you do? Why do you send text messages like this? Why do you talk to women this way? Why do you lie? Why are you a liar? Yeah. In the words of Heather Dubrow, when everyone around you is saying you're dead, it's time to lie down. This season is going to be hard because yeah. I'm having, I'm in such a different place. Yeah. But I got to talk about what's happening on the show where I was only nine months out of the relationship, you know? Yeah, I can't. That's another great point. Like um, thought is I can't, it's got to be really tough for you guys as people on the show because you live it. Mm-hmm. Then you have to relive it in the confessionals right then you have to relive it when it airs it's just like constant and I get it that's what I don't know if it's what you signed up for or not but it's it's something that happens with reality tv but I couldn't do it I know that well I appreciate that and I appreciate everyone watching and I appreciate everyone's comments I really do want to say I love and adore Lisa Vanderpump, Mm -hmm. okay? And I know that she supports me, and I know that she has compassion and empathy for me. And I know in that moment I got heated because, yes, this is my real life, but I do know the drill. Mm -hmm. She had to ask those questions, the tough ones, that everybody was wanting to know. Yeah. So it is what it is. I have been very transparent with you guys about my hair struggles between the pregnancy hormones and bleaching it all the time. I have been having some serious hair issues. And now with baby number two on the way, I'm already being proactive about my hair thanks to Nutrafol. Nutrafol is the number one dermatologist recommended hair growth supplement with over 1 million people seeing thicker, stronger, faster growing hair with less shedding. And I am definitely one of those people. Nutrafol supports healthy hair growth from within by targeting the root causes of thinning, which are stress, hormones, environment, nutrition, lifestyle, and metabolism. You can take the Nutrafol hair wellness quiz on Nutrafol.com for a personalized hair health plan based on your specific root causes. Because I know we are all different and we're on different hair journeys. Nutrafol makes building a hair growth routine super easy. Purchase online, no prescription required. You get free shipping and automatic deliveries so that you never miss a day. And you'll see results in three to six months. So take the first step to visibly thicker, healthier hair. For a limited time, Nutrafol is offering Give Them Lala listeners $10 off your first month's subscription and free shipping when you go to Nutrafol.com and enter promo code LALA. 
Find out why over 4,500 healthcare professionals and hairstylists recommend Nutrafol for healthier hair. Nutrafol.com, spelled N-U-T-R-A-F-O-L.com, promo code LALA. That's Nutrafol.com, promo code LALA. What's up, everyone? It's Reality Steve, your number one source for all things Bachelor Nation and reality TV. Every day, I'm giving you the behind-the-scenes juice and your info on all your Bachelor Nation stories and also interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. My name has been synonymous with spoilers, but I'm so much more than that. Give me a listen. The Reality Steve Podcast, part of the Believe Network. Just search B-L-E-A-V on YouTube or wherever you listen. I will say, after Watch What Happens Live. <gasps> uh, fill us in because we saw your Instagram story. If anyone didn't see it, it was a photo of Katie and Lala on the plane the next morning after Watch What Happens Live. And the caption said that neither of them had gotten any sleep. So feel free to give us any details. Okay. So Wednesday morning, I wake up at 9. I like have the spray tan. Uh, Katie and I have lunch. We like do our thing. We get ready for Watch What Happens Live. We go out after Watch What Happens Live with Sophia Franklin. We go to this, I think it's like Soho Grand or something. It's like this cute little bar lounge. It's in a hotel. The guy says to us, I can seat you now, but there's a guy that's at the table. Well, I'm thinking like it's probably some older guy who's on business, whatever. We sit down. Let's just say he and Katie connected. She can tell you if she wants you to know anything else. Um, he, he's also from L.A. So he was young, maybe younger, good looking. Is that what we're getting at? Yes, he okay. was younger and good looking. Very cute. Very tall. Size 12 shoe. Good for you. <laughs> uh, I asked him. I said, yo, how tall are you? He told me he's like 6'4". I go, what's your shoe size? Is 12 big? It seems big. Are you kidding? 12's, 12's big. Okay. I was going to say 12's huge, but now I'm questioning it. It feels huge to me. It, it seems like it's a big foot. <laughs> all right? Yeah. I mean, for the way he looked, I was surprised you got a size 12 shoe. Good for you. Um, But we're out having dinner at like 1.30 in the morning. I'm like, New York really is eating me up right now. Like, I'm fucking exhausted. But for some reason, I couldn't, like, my mind wasn't going to, you're exhausted, you need to go to bed. You know when you're tired, but you're like, but I don't want to sleep. Right. I want to lay in someone else's bed. (laughs) You know? So I decide at 3.30 in the morning to phone a guy that I've been talking to for over a year now. Very good looking, very sexy, very tall. I think his shoe size is bigger than a 12. Woo! And we had been texting wanting to see each other while I was there. And at 3.30 in the morning, I said, are you awake? You up? And he said, I most certainly am. So I take my ass over the bridge and... I made sure before I left to go get my bag blown out <laughs> um, to pack my stuff. <laughs> so smart. So smart. So I even washed smart. my face and took my hair out. Oh, my God. So you didn't. I was going to ask. Did you go in your glam? Oh, I rolled no. over in PJs. Oh, I love this. And I walked in and I said, I'm going to be real with you. I feel very vulnerable and I just need love. And he was like, I can definitely do that for you. Aww. So that's what we did. <laughs> and love. then. I got in the car. Katie calls me and said, are you home? I said, I got home 30 minutes ago. I'm grabbing my shit. And she was like, same. (laughs) She wasn't as smart as me, though. She didn't pack. She didn't pack. So I was like, I'm packed. I'll meet you in the lobby. So literally, I hadn't 
close my eyes in 24 hours. This makes me so fucking happy for both of you because that is, in my opinion, live your lives right now. Like have the most fun. You were in New York. Yep. The city that never sleeps, right? So it does not sleep. You're not going to get any sleep. You went over there. Question. Yes. Was there anyone else there or was it just you two? Just him. Just him. Okay. Yeah. You had some fun. Mm -hmm. Have you hooked up with this guy before? Yes. Okay. Okay. So it wasn't like brand new first time. Cool. Love this. I'm not going to ask any more questions because then it'll just give it away. But this is very exciting. It's very exciting. Very exciting. You got your back And my chin didn't break out because, you know, he got the beard. Oh, he's the beard guy. Yeah, he's beard man. Well, I mean, they all have facial hair because I love facial hair. And your chin, no, your skin looks amazing. I don't know about that. Your skin looks like you just had sex. Oh, I love that for me. (laughs) Because then I got home on a Thursday and I was bumping peepees with another Friday. (laughs) Yes, live that life, honey. I so deserve it. Absolutely. You deserve it. Katie deserves it. Anyone who wants it deserves it. You know, the problem is, is the one that I bump peepees with on Friday, I'm getting attached. So I need to constantly like keep the rotation happening so that I don't get attached. Right. What do you mean getting attached? Because that could mean a million different things. Do you mean feelings? Do you mean like... Feelings. I'm catching feelings. Okay. I'm catching feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Okay. Mm-hmm. And you, you don't want that? I don't know that I want that. Okay. Right now. Not right now. Okay. I just want to go have fun. And my mom keeps saying like, go enjoy your life. Like she doesn't say it in this way. Like go bust it wide open. But like, (laughs) that's what I assume she's meaning. (laughs) I can. She's probably meaning like have dudes take you out on dates. But I'm like, I'm just trying to be in the bed. (laughs) I cannot agree with Lisa more. I cannot agree with her more. I think that's what you deserve. Because yeah. if you do, absolutely. And if you do decide one day to settle down again, I don't want you having a single thought of like, oh, that guy was hot. I wish I hooked up mm. with him when I had the chance. Totally. Like you don't want, you want, by the time you settle down, if you choose to, you want to be like, I'm done. This is my guy forever. I'm done with, but. I the thing that's so more. hard is yeah. I really love one per like feeling comfortable mm. with someone is like my most favorite thing where like I can just truly be myself and take my face off and like if I'm fighting a blemish put my zit cream on and yeah. like I just I so enjoy that yeah so it's hard for me to be like sure I just want to go out and date and do this that and the other because when I find someone where I'm like I'm so comfortable with you I just sink right into it but it's not the time but that makes me also happy because I think a lot of people might see you on the show or whatever or know you from press and never maybe go oh Lala Kent like she loves monogamy that's her like that's her thing but I look at you and I'm like oh that it's so cute that's your thing you love monogamy you love like one guy I love one guy and you're not that a, I feel yeah. safe with that's so cute it's my I love favorite that. okay the other thing I want to talk about because you guys obviously know that I'm obsessed with all things housewives Wait a minute. What? Before we move on, I just want to tell you guys what made mine and Katie's Valentine's Day. Tell us. Okay. So we're walking to beer bar after we have dinner. We went on a little Valentine's date. And I'm listening. I see this guy like making this noise in his car, like throwing up or like hawking a loogie or something. It's disgusting, right? 
So I'm fixated on that and I go to look away because I'm so gross out. He's doing it into a bag Ugh. that I look away. I know. I'm sorry, guys. I hope you're not eating. But I look, a turn to look away and there is a man with without a home with a beanie on, sweatshirt, sitting in a chair, full on rock hard dick. <laughs> rock huge. Katie said that was the size of a baby's arm. Okay. Huge. Flopping it around. Flopping his boner Stop. around. Stop. Yes. Masturbating or just flopping it just around? Just flopping it around. What? Massive. Massive boner. And honestly, I was first going, damn, good for you. Holy shit. Number two, I am so impressed because it's freezing and there's a windshield that you have that hard of a boner right now. Like, isn't that supposed to like invert into you if it's cold? Like shrinkage. <laughs> Wait, this is hilarious. Hilarious. It was amazing. I love New York so much. Also, on the way, on the way, hold on. Yes. Then on the way back uh -huh. to go to a different bar, this man sings to us. Uh, he goes, which one of you ladies want to go home with the homeless guy? <laughs> we'll have to go to your place, though. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, that same guy? Different guy. Oh, but I was like, I love you. That's, That's so cute. We'll have to go to your place, we'll though. I was like, place, that though. is a funny fucking joke. <laughs> That's so funny. I know. That's so funny. So I love funny. New York. I love New York. Oh, my God. Love that. Yeah. Did you and Katie spend Valentine's Day together? Mm-hmm. Did you go on a date or we anything? Went, yeah, we went to... So most... We made a reservation at Mr. Chow. Okay. And then they called her to confirm and they were like, and it's 260 or something along those lines, a person and it's a prefix menu. She called me. I go, a nerd. <laughs> You're not going to tell me what I'm going to eat for almost $300. And that doesn't include tax or tip. That's Valentine's Day menus. They'll get you. Everywhere. Yeah. And if I'm like in love, like, sure, I'll mm -hmm. blow a grand because I'm in love. But like, <laughs> just me and my homie. So we went to Dos Caminos, which everybody there was, it was either, it was like all my most favorite people which was just like a group of mostly women <laughs> and, so or, was, gay, or the gays. I was going to say, so it was like girls or gays and just like single. Well, I was in my element. Not one person was on a date there. Oh, that's cute. Yeah. That's cute. Do you, when you and Katie are together, does she feel comfortable and it's just you two getting like a cocktail or is it like because you don't drink? She's like, eh. Me with my sobriety, I just prefer that if you drink, that you drink in front of me. Like I don't, I just... I prefer to not – I have my sober group of friends where if I, I want to be with people who just aren't going to drink and they're not going to want to drink, like those are the friends I go with. If I'm going with my group of friends who they're normies, they can throw back a few cocktails and then it's all good, I prefer you have a drink. Got it. Got it. So it doesn't bug you. That's, no. I know we've talked about it before, but – It's so just a part of my life now. Yeah. It doesn't even – I don't think another thing about it. That's great. I order my Diet Coke or my Perrier or whatever it is, and I go about my life. Yeah, that's great. I know you wanted to talk about housewives. Question, do you want to mention, because this comes out Wednesday and tomorrow through Sunday, is your sh first LA Shopify pop-up? Yes, I do want to tell you guys before we venture into housewives. Myself, Christina Kelly, and Sheena are doing a pop-up downtown. You can go to my Instagram, at Lala Kent. The link is there, RSVP. It is the 23rd through the 26th. We'll be there bopping around. Um, we're going to do a live podcast. You guys can shop Viva Verano, Heartspring. I'll give them Lala products, whether it's merch, 
beauty, skin, baby. So fun. Um, okay. <laughs> Housewives. Let's talk about Miami. By the way, Miami and Potomac are like giving hey. me my best life. Yeah. Um, we're freshly into Jersey, which I'm liking. You know, it's only the first couple of episodes. You never know what's going to happen. <laughs> Potomac, the reunion just aired. I'm worried for Ashley Darby. Okay. I think she got extremely fucked on her prenup. And I'm actually kind of sad that she and Luke from, I think he's on Summer House. Summer he used House. to be on Summer House. I'm sad they didn't work out because she, she said at the reunion to Giselle that like she was really, she was like catching the feels. Like she was falling in love. Oh, no. But because of her situation with her little, like, golem of an ex-husband, <laughs> you know, like, it's just too fresh. And there's they're having to find their groundwork and their footing for co-parenting and the boundaries. And I just feel for her. And I love Ashley Darby. Can I tell you, the way that she is just so open about her life and people look at her and it's like, whoa. What are you doing? But she's just like, yeah, we're getting divorced, but we're going to buy a house and an LLC. And I got kind of screwed with the prenup. I didn't look at it very well. <laughs> she's like, I'm like, I have so much respect for you. Yeah. Because then you got Mia, who makes no sense at all. Okay. She's talking about her business. And I guess they had to get rid of their massive house that they were renting because they're no longer a part of the business. Right? This like, it's called the joint. It's like chiropractic. Giselle chimes in and she goes, it seems to me that you guys were like embezzling money. Oh. And that's why you got kicked out. Because <laughs> it just doesn't make any sense otherwise. And I just have to say, I never met a housewife that I didn't like. By the way, when I say meet, I, I haven't met all of them. I just watched the shows. I'm, yeah. I'm a fan. Yeah. I'm a fan. And I guess right now I'm a troll. So I'll own it. I'm a troll right now. I just don't know that I dig Mia. And I know that I don't dig, see, this is how, see, Jennifer, Jennifer from Real Housewives of Jersey. Okay. Oh, okay. See, every I know season, Jennifer. every season, like yeah. some people have bad seasons and then the next month or the next season, you got a great season and you're just like, you know, the drill. I'm like, okay, I just know that I like this person, right? Yeah. Like Giselle Bryant has had her ups and downs, but I'm always just like, I fuck with you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> I just fuck with you. Yeah. Teresa flipping tables. Then she's kumbaya. Like I fuck with you. Mm -hmm. I just like you. Okay. Yes. Don't know you. I, I know Teresa and I know I Giselle. Yes. Mm -hmm. I know both of them. I just don't vibe with this Mia person and I don't vibe with this Jennifer Aiden person. Really? No. Really? Yeah, okay, I'm like, you just never make sense. So interesting. So if you can't tell, I mean, I watched Miami. I got to catch up on the Housewives. But this is good because if any of you have comments to talk about the Housewives with Lala, DM those as well. But, um... Hold on. So Jennifer Aiden owns the joint? No. Okay. Oh, so okay, Jennifer okay. Aiden is on Jersey. Okay. Okay. Mia. Yes. Mia. Owns the joint. That's what? That's huge. Like I know the joint. That's well, she doesn't anymore. Oh, okay. <laughs> Apparently there's like a board of three people, but then there's like a board of also eight people. Oh. No one really knows what she's talking about. Oh, no. It, it makes zero sense. And I'm like... I own businesses, but I'm no, like, Steve Jobs, mm -hmm. and I'm no, like, you know, Bethany Frankel, but the <laughs> math too. the math ain't mathin'. <laughs> like, even with my, like, small business, I'm like, no, this just doesn't make sense. <laughs> well, I, 
any time that I hear someone say like, yeah, she's trying to tell us about her business, but we don't really know. We don't really get it. It's like, oh, red flag, red flag, red flag, red flag. Uh Uh-oh. Like it really wasn't making any sort of sense. Then we cut to Giselle and Candace because everyone's been coming for Candace's man this season. And I've told you that like they always cut to – um, like the women are talking like he was looking at me at this party and then they cut to Chris at the party. It's like Chris not looking at so-and-so <laughs> yes. at the party, you know? Yes. And I just feel like she just took so much. She and her relationship took so much heat this season when freaking Robin Dixon's man was cheating on her. She did not talk about it. She knew before they went into filming And decides to kind of spill the tea on her podcast where I assume they're getting mad ads. Yeah. So she's being paid. Yeah. But then directs everyone to, I think, Patreon for full details. Collect the bag, honey. Business woman. Okay, but with I don't think Bravo's happy about that. Probably not. No. Not at all. No. But with Candace, I have a question from what you say. Do you think if everyone's coming for her man, man this season, do you think where there's smoke, there's fire? Do you think something's not adding up or no? Do you think he's just a guy getting attacked for no reason? I mean, I never want to discredit a woman for her feelings. Mm-hmm. Okay. We're all entitled to feel uncomfortable. Right? Mm-hmm. He did say, like, that was not my intention. And if I made you feel uncomfortable, then I'm sorry. But I want to make it very clear. If a woman feels a certain way, we have to listen to her and validate it. Because what I may think is not a big deal may be a huge deal for someone else. Completely agree. So Chris did say, if I did this, I'm really sorry. The other women, the two other women that claimed that he was doing things, cameras were up. Cameras were up and rolling. And there's nothing that shows that he did these things. Yeah. It shows him completely uninterested. Oh, interesting. I wonder why they're coming at him then. I got See, she always makes me want to tune in. I got to tune in. You always make me want to tune so, in. So, yeah. I mean, I feel for Candace in the sense where I know what it's like to have someone attack someone you love. I just, I, I just felt for her. It's mm-hmm. just me trying to go back to when I liked that person, mm-hmm. knowing that it was hard. Yeah. So, but also Giselle, her feelings are extremely valid. So who am I to judge someone, someone's comfortability level? Do you see, yeah, no, I agree. Did you see the show? Do you see the ads for the show coming out with, with one of the housewives, the one who was like the songwriter? Right. And it's two bands? Yes. Do you see it? What's it called? Um, <laughs> it's, hold on. It's Candy's new show. Let yes. Me Cause I was like, I feel like Lala might love this. Oh, you think I'm not watching something with Candy Burris in it? You're out of your mind. Okay, it's called SWV and Escape, which are two huge R&B groups from back in the day. If you think I don't have them on my iTunes playlist, <laughs> you're tripping. Like I'm watching this. Yeah. Because I saw Tiny, is Tiny in it? Yes. Holy shit. she was a part of Escape. Oh my God. Wild, wild. Okay, so this is a show coming out. That- yes, I will be yes. watching. Okay, everything Candy touches <laughs> turns to gold. <laughs> so Candy Burris, feel free to touch me, baby. <laughs> feel free to touch me, boo. For real. Um, Miami. So the last episode was amazing. 
Adriana gets her foot messed up by them playing on the beach and Kiki and Gertie fall on her foot. They end up going. She's all wrapped up. She like comes in on a wheelchair. I, I actually was like when she was doing. So basically they go to this beach and there's this woman who does like a purging thing. Like you get rid of your anger and okay. by like screaming on the beach. Okay. I felt badly for Adriana because she was wondering, like she's sitting here with this woman wondering why no one likes her. Why do they want to see me unhappy? Like I felt for her. Then she messes up her foot. It's all bruised, whatever. Cut to the very end of the episode. They are on the beach talking about her foot. And by the way, the Alexia and Frankie just like dynamic relationship. If you want to feel good and feel happy, watch them. Beautiful. It is. Yeah. Beautiful. Mm -hmm. And there's nothing anyone can ever say to me about Alexia. Even if she had the worst season ever, I fuck with her so hard. Mm Mm-hmm. So they're sitting on the beach and they're talking about how it was an accident, what happened to Adriana. And she said, accidents have consequences. Like with Frankie, I wanted to go through the TV and go crazy. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean. Damn. I could not believe. They cut to Marisol, who is life in itself. Mm -hmm. (laughs) She's like, Oh, no, you're dead in the water. You're dead. Like, Alexia does not play. I cannot even imagine. Even just what Sandoval said about me knowing better than to get knocked up. If my child had been through what Frankie went through and you want to you wanna talk about your little fucking sprained ankle. Yeah. And compare it to my son who will always need someone to help him unless, you know, they're, they partnered with that charity where they help people like Frankie become independent and Frankie's like I always want my mom like it's the relationship is beautiful I could not believe that Adriana said that did we get a because I haven't seen it yet did we get an Alexia response or is that next episode oh we got a to be continued of course uh no that's Frankie's the most beautiful soul the most the most her family yeah just what she's been through and how she like I'm inspired by that woman. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's strong as fuck, too. You could tell. And just, I can't yeah. even imagine. Like, she's a business owner. She's found love again. It's just like, I just, I'm inspired by her. I look up to her. I'm so curious to see her response. Oh, my God. I because, by the yeah. way, if she does it differently than I would have done it, I respect her. But if she goes off and drowns this hoe, I would respect her. Don't talk about my kid. No. Yeah. I now understand. I used to watch TV and not have children. And anytime the child was mentioned, these women would go insane. And I could only understand from afar. And now that I'm in it, I can understand. You become an animal. Mm-hmm. You tap into that animalistic nature and no one's safe at that point. No, I, ca- I can't imagine the feeling. Yeah. No, I <laughs> you could tell. You could tell. It's like just the thought of you being in that situation gives you like a, a weight on your chest. I can't imagine that Adriana feels good about what she said. No. But I don't know how she's going to come back from it. I do know that right after she said it, she goes, I could have lost my foot. I was like, now you're splitting hairs trying to like back this up so it doesn't sound as bad as it was. It's as it is. Yeah. No. No. You said it. Don't be dumb. (laughs) Don't be dumb. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. Yeah. All right. On that note, on that I feel great about this episode. <laughs> I hope you guys enjoyed it. I hope I see you at the Shopify event this week. Go to my Instagram, click the link in my bio. My Instagram is Lala Kent if you live under a rock. And I will see you very, very soon. Thank you for listening to another episode of the Give Them Lala podcast. I will catch you next week. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.